Hi everyone. Thank you for coming back for a second helping of my waffling about our home ed experience. It is currently Monday the 15th of November and I am recording this whilst most other members of my household are asleep. However, if you can hear the, I don't know what it is, some kind of person with a chainsaw grinding implement outside, I do apologise. Um, as you will know if you listen to the first episode, I am not a seasoned podcaster. <laughs> this is extremely rough and ready and I think I'm going to get less and less apologetic about that as we go through. Um, if you haven't listened to the first episode, I would urge you to go back and do that just so that you have a little bit of background on where we are. But um, just to recap, we are around, let's think, this will be our third week of home ed. So I am Vicky and I am home educating my 11 year old son who attended a secondary comp for, it's an academy school, for little over five weeks before um, I kind of woke up and came to my senses and realised this was not this was not going to work and this morning I lay in bed early and listened to the first episode I was not going to even bother recording a second episode because I had told myself Nobody wants to hear this. It's of zero interest to anybody else. And there are other ways that I can keep document of how we're doing. And frankly, it's embarrassing and I'm rubbish at it and all these, you know, really unhelpful thoughts that we all have. And then a really lovely person reached out to me on Instagram late last night when probably we both should have been asleep, who was a complete stranger, but said to me that she'd really enjoyed listening to the first podcast and she was looking forward to the next one and thank you for that because it has refreshed and renewed me in my desire to continue with this just knowing that one person has listened to and enjoyed it is amazing um and I remember reaching out in the same way to a much more successful person than myself, Brittany Polat, who is an amazing woman and um, she writes amazing books and I follow her. Um, now I think the book is called Stoic Parenting but I am going to check that out. It's been a few years since I've read it but I follow her on Facebook and her book, I would recommend it to anybody. It's incredible. And she started recording a podcast and I was living for that podcast. It was amazing. Um, and she didn't continue it because she's a very busy, you know, she's very good at what she does. And obviously the podcast just wasn't working for her. So she hasn't been able to uh, pursue that. And I thought, you know, this person that reached out to me on Instagram feels even a fraction of how I feel about Brittany Polat's podcast. Well, 
you know, that gives me a reason to continue. And I do think it's really good for me. It's a kind of therapy, just being selfish for a moment. It really makes me pause and reflect on what we are doing as a family um, and how we are doing it and what we are achieving. And also just listening back to the first episode that I recorded almost a month ago now and my word, my mindset has completely shifted since then. Completely shifted. I have immersed myself in a new world and I feel like the scales have dropped off for me. Um, And I'm seeing things with complete new vision. And I would put it on a par with going vegetarian at 21, going vegan three years ago. Um, The world looks like a very different place now. And with each of these big kind of shifts and changes, you bring in, actually, I say that like I was in control. Each of these changes has brought in real positives and real fears and challenges that weren't there before. So I think that's the way that I'm going to start the podcast is just talking about how things have changed in the past couple of weeks with with my mindset, um, how things have changed for my son, how my life has changed in practical ways as well. Um, Yeah, so I I think we're going to start with that. Okay, so before I go any further, I have just Googled um, Brittany Polat and her amazing book is actually called Tranquility Parenting. Um, And I will link to that in the show notes if anybody wants to check that out. Um, Yeah, really good stuff. Okay, so in the first episode, I talked about how I felt that secondary school was very problematic for a lot of children and my son was one of those children and that he didn't feel like he fitted in and he wasn't engaging and all this kind of thing and having read what I've read and listened to what I've listened to in the past two weeks um it all seems different now so the struggle that I'm having right now is that I still have my seven-year-old very, very happily attending the local junior school that my son attended. And as I said, he, he didn't love it, but he, he didn't really hate it. Although, you know, he was resistant to going, but not not in a, a very um, problematic way. He just would have rather done anything than kind of go there. But that all seemed normal to me. And you just kind of go with the flow somehow and you know you have children they go to school they that's how they learn and that's how they become functional members of the society that they need to grow into and you know if everyone's doing it so well having now immersed myself in this new way of looking at education I am struggling with how much my seven-year-old 
wants to continue being at school and, and keeps repeatedly saying to me, I don't want to be home educated, mummy. I want to stay at school. I want to go to secondary school. And of course I am saying, and sweetheart, you know, I'm never going to force you to do anything that you don't want to do. Um, but home education will always be a choice that is on the table for you. Um, but I will never dictate that to you I just wouldn't do that I haven't done it to my 11 year old and I won't do it to you but honestly I have I feel that she would be so much better at home <laughs> having said this I also feel like my son and I need some time one-to-one -one. we need time to feel our way into what he needs how I can deliver that and you know I need to really blossom into this new role that I've given myself and it's much easier to do that with one child than it is both and I do feel that as far as schools go I am pretty okay with the school that she is at at the moment um and she is loving it. So, and she's a very different child to my son, very completely different. Um, so yeah, I'm conflicted on that. So that's something just to register at this point anyway. So yeah, in the first episode, I was all about how secondary school, you know, isn't great for all children and that some children fall by the wayside. It's just not for them. Currently, I feel like secondary school, and in fact, the school system as a whole, isn't fit for purpose for the majority, if not all, of our children. And I am going to be much less apologetic about these thoughts because I am only human. When I recorded this four weeks ago, I didn't realise, maybe it was arrogant of me, but I think just naivety, really. I didn't realise that so many people were already out there feeling these things and that it was actually quite safe to express them. Obviously not everywhere. I mean, I have friends, they're not friends, I have acquaintances who are secondary school teachers and I am really nervous about telling them when I next see them at some kind of event or whatever and they ask me, oh, how's he getting on? I'm really nervous about telling them what we've done because I know friends that have told their relatives and their relatives who are very academic and, you know, high performing kind of people who must have done well at school to become a head vet in a surgery, people who have who are retired teachers and were utterly horrified to hear about what I'm doing and, and basically think that I am mad and ruining my child's life and also I worry that people are going to get quite affronted and offended by it because this is in no way a dig at teachers in like no way at all I, I feel like a lot of teachers actually go into teaching because they want to make a difference and they want to connect with children and give children you know the best education they can in my opinion the structure that they're working in is all broken and yes you get some shining teachers that that can 
somehow work within that structure and I don't know magically they they can connect with these kids and they can really do good things but you know you just see more and more people leaving the teaching profession disheartened and broken and you know yeah I could give you lots of examples of friends that have gone on to do other things because they just could not work within that system and this is the teachers these are the adults another thing that shifted is there's something wrong with my child my child can't cope with school it's all on him there must be something wrong with him let's find a label maybe he has ADHD you know maybe he has some kind of anxiety maybe he's on the spectrum maybe I'm on the spectrum what if it's not about the children what if it's about the actual schooling system now sometimes I feel like out there in the big wide world you kind of can't even have an opinion on education unless you're a teacher and you're in the classroom it's like no you don't get you don't get to criticize the educational system in this country because you don't know what it's like you're not the one here I know I'm not but you know what I am a parent and I am a citizen of this society and I can I can see with my own eyes what I consider you know to be not working and I do have a right to express that 